You're listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast, dedicated to bridging the gap between alternative healthcare and mainstream medicine in utilizing everything good to help you feel great. We're glad you tuned in. Now here's your host, Dr. Michael Pound. Rianne Callanan is a naturopathic doctor who's helping her clients change diet, lifestyle, and mindset to overcome their health problems. She's a mother of two and practices what she preaches. She has recently released a book on how to heal yourself and your hormones naturally. In this episode, she discusses autoimmunity and how to heal the gut. From acne to surgery pre and recovery tips, this episode is packed with great advice and insights to health. You can learn more about her at briannekallinen.com. All right, welcome to the show, Dr. Callanen. I'm happy to have you on today. Thank you so much for having me. Now, I found you, uh, I think it was uh, like an Instagram post or something came up, and you are all about wellness, and that really intrigued me because a lot of my listeners are into wellness or they're into more of a kind of a natural approach, but they want to make sure and use evidence-based approaches. And as I started researching a little bit about what you do and the uh, Wildside Wellness brand, I really was intrigued with what you do. So, But before we get into that, I want to know a little bit about uh, your background. How did you get into what you do? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. So my background is in naturopathic medicine, and it really starts with my own story and my own health journey that really made me reconsider how we practice medicine and getting to that root cause approach. I, like many of my clients, was go, go, go. I was juggling multiple balls at once. And I was having my career and, and studying my undergrad in biomedical sciences. And I ended up getting pregnant and going through pregnancy and looking at the turntable medicine style and a pill for every ill. I started questioning what I was putting in my body. And I started to look for a better way to support my body naturally through that pregnancy. And the more I began to research how we treat women through conception, labor, and delivery, I really was intrigued with the amount of evidence that there is for natural therapies and alternative treatments. And that really got me obsessed with natural medicine and led me down a career path to going to the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine. And, you know, the more I got into functional medicine and learning, I actually, I started to test my own hormones and turns out all those symptoms, the fatigue, the brain fog, you know, having words fly out of my mouth that I didn't particularly recognize and I wasn't used to being very irritable, it could totally be explained by these underlying hormone imbalances that I could pick up through these functional medicine testing. And for so often I was being told that I was quote unquote normal, you know, it's just a part of life and being a new mom. And it wasn't until I did the proper testing and got treated appropriately that I really was able to reclaim my health back. And this is a similar story that I treat with my patients time and time again. So that's really what led me down this route of finding different approaches to health and helping people get well before they get a disease or before it turns into a chronic condition. I really, truly believe that we can prevent a lot of these health conditions that we are seeing just by treating people appropriately, diet and lifestyle and mindset, it all comes down to the root cause. And it's so important to be sharing this message. And we're talking about the root cause. I want to get back to that in just a moment. But well, first of all, how many kids do you have? 
I have two kids. I have a three-year-old and I have a six-year-old. I had them both going through my undergrad and um, my medical degree at CCNM. And it's, it was kind of a really big wake-up call for hormone imbalances for me. And, you know, once your hormones are managed and you're, you're living well, you can, you can achieve a lot. Um, I think too often we're being dismissed in our current medical system as being normal or fine, even though we don't feel fine. So after your first child, you said you noticed things were off. Were you able to make a difference before your second uh, child, or were you still in the discovery mode at that point? Oh, absolutely. It was night and day between my two pregnancies. I was, before I had my first child, I was consuming foods that, you know, they didn't really work well with my body, and I really had no idea what it felt like to really be optimal. So, I had eliminated those food sensitivities. I was increasing my water, more whole food nutrition, supplementing with the appropriate deficiencies that I was having, and it made a world of a difference between my first and second pregnancy. Okay, and you were talking about the root cause. Let's get into that a little bit. In, in fact, I, th- I think um, you've got quite the extensive background in autoimmunity, right? So when we're talking about autoimmunity or hormone imbalances, what are these root causes and, and why are we seeing more of these problems? Absolutely. So the more I treat hormone imbalances, the more I'm actually starting with the gut and looking at, you know, are you digesting your foods properly? Do you possibly have chronic infections in your gut that we need to resolve? And we are seeing more and more associations between these pathogens that are developing in our gut and why they are there could range from, you know, stress to medications to lack of digestion, lack of stomach acid. And we're seeing a connection between these pathogens and autoimmune disease developing. So everything from, you know, type 1 diabetes to thyroid to rheumatoid arthritis, there is an association, maybe not a complete causation, but definitely an association that we see between these gut pathogens and these autoimmune diseases. So, If you're not resolving those chronic infections that are hiding in your gut that are possibly taking the nutrients that your body needs to produce adequate amounts of energy and to have mental clarity, if you're not addressing those underneath, there's no diet, no supplement that you can put on top that's really going to get to the root cause of it. So more and more in my practice, I start with functional medicine testing to assess the gut health. How are you digesting your foods? You know, are you producing enough digestive enzymes? Are you producing enough stomach acid? Is there gut infections present? Is there inflammation present in the gut? And treating that as the root cause often resolves these upline treatments, such as pain, changes in hormones. It's really, really fascinating. Yeah, and for those that are not familiar with functional medicine, uh, what is it and what's what's the science or research behind it? Yeah, so functional medicine is really getting back to that root cause, looking at, you know, why are we seeing things that we're seeing symptom-wise? Is there nutrient deficiencies? Is there things in your environment that are causing imbalances? Looking at everything as a whole. So you look at the mind, the immune system, your GI tract, and really taking bits and pieces from each of them and painting a story about where your symptoms started, how have they changed, and where do you want to go? So functional medicine to me is really digging deep, seeing everything as connected, and getting to the root cause to optimize your health and prevent disease. 
And you talk about hormones a lot. In fact, there's uh, seven key hormones that you mentioned. What are those hormones and what kind of effect do we typically see uh, in our lives or in conditions with these hormones? Mm-hmm. So there are lots of different hormone imbalances that you can see everything. The main ones that I'm seeing right now is cortisol. So we're living in an environment full of stress. We have stressors in our day-to-day life. We have stressors from being dehydrated, stressors from chronic infection, not sleeping. So cortisol dysregulation is a really big one in my practice. We're also seeing more and more estrogen dominance, estrogen being you know, a hormone that we often think of just a female hormone, but it's not. We have these environmental exposures that are resembling estrogen in our, in our environment from our foods to our water. So we're seeing more and more estrogen type dominant symptoms, everything from heavy menstrual cycles, breast tenderness, fibrocystic breast, endometriosis. Even in men, we're seeing more and more breast development, which is not something that we would typically see. And more and more, it's not just men who are overweight, but also lean men. We're seeing those evident signs of estrogen dominance. There's things like thyroid. Thyroid is a really big one. If you don't have adequate nutrients or if you have a chronic gut infection, thyroid can get thrown off. The adrenals, you know, insulin and glucagon, insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes is really prevalent. Your estrogen and progesterone, your testosterone, your androgens, they often all are very much connected. And you have to look at them all in combination to really come up with an individualized plan for the patient. Growth hormones, another one that's often thrown off, especially if you're not sleeping. And when we when I think hormone imbalances, I've got uh, I've got four boys, so I've got a couple of, uh, that are going through definitely some hormonal imbalances. Uh, one of the things that come mm. up is is acne, and on your blog yeah. you have ways to treat acne that actually work. So, what are some of those ways, and and how does it work? Absolutely. So the big thing you want to look at for acne is insulin dysregulation. So we really want to be on a whole foods diet that is not constantly spiking your insulin. So if you're consuming a lot of sugars, that can spike your insulin and have negative impacts on your overall androgen system. We also need to look at, okay, is this too much androgens or too much of those male hormones that are causing this acne or too much of the estrogen can also cause acne as well. So getting tested to know exactly where your hormones are can improve your overall chance at resolving acne. Also, food sensitivities. I find that dairy is a really big one for a lot of people struggling with acne, especially along the jawline. So we often, you know, we do a lower sugar diet, whole foods, lots of healthy proteins, lots of really great fats, and watching the sugar as well as watching your environmental estrogen impacts. So the skincare that you're using, you want to make sure that's really clean, not to negatively affect your hormones the shampoos, the foods that you're eating, are you cooking in plastics, how's your water? I think we underestimate the power that our external environment has on our hormones, and it can really make a profound difference when trying to treat someone with acne. In addition, you want to make sure that your gut is healthy because we want to make sure that you're absorbing your foods properly. Is there any gut infections that are leading to inflammation, and how is that impacting your skin? I do see an association in my practice with leaky gut and acne, so I'm always looking at ways to optimize the gut, heal that, and yeah, sugar, diet, stress, 
nutrient deficiencies. Those are all really important when it comes to treating acne. So how does one optimize the gut? I mean, you're talking about ways to, you're looking at ways to do that. Um, how, how does one, how do you go about doing that? Mm-hmm. So the where I start with in my practice is through a DNA stool test called the GI map test, which we've talked a little bit about. And I like to do that because I get a really good idea about what's going on and what needs to be treated in that individual. So I'm looking at different, you know, infections that might be present. If you're seeing an overgrowth of a lot of these different opportunistic bacteria, so, you know, given the right environment, these bacteria can grow more. Then I'm looking at, okay, why are these growing more? Do you have enough stomach acid to prevent them from coming in? So if not, doing an HCL plus betaine challenge. So essentially what that is, is you take stomach acid in pill form and you see if that causes a warming sensation in your chest and you increase your dose until you get that warming sensation and then you reduce it by one. Um, and I have a blog about that as well on briancallinan.com trying to figure out, you know, do you have enough stomach acid? And if that's the root cause, correcting that, you know, things that can lower your stomach acid are, of course, medications, um, but also eating well stressed. So we're designed to cook our foods and smell our foods and rest and digest. And if you're you know, not eating with your family and being present at your meals, if you have your phone present or you're, you're stressed, you're moving, you're in the car, just grabbing some fast food, you're not going to be properly breaking down your nutrients. And then these gut infections can grow. I also look at, you know, what are the normal bacteria in your gut? For instance, I see a lot of people taking any probiotic they see off their shelf because they've read somewhere that probiotics are great. And, you know, they can be great for the right person. But if you have, for instance, an overgrowth of lactobacillus in your gut, you're not necessarily going to want to add on more lactobacillus in a probiotic. So we're really coming down back to individualized medicine. What particular strains are you in need and at what time? I love the GI map because it looks at inflammation. It looks at an enzyme called beta-glucuronidase, which can actually promote your body's reabsorption of estrogen, leading to estrogen dominance. So it's not just about lowering from your environment your estrogen exposure, but also reducing those bacteria in your gut that are causing the estrogen to and toxins even to be reabsorbed. So I always start with testing and then doing things to heal leaky gut, like glutamine, demulcent herbs, zinc is great. It really depends on the person and what's coming up on their stool testing, which is really cool if you have the chance to go ahead and do that. It provides a ton of information about you. Yeah, there's not too many people who can get away with saying that stool testing is really cool, but uh, it can definitely (laughs) tell you a lot about uh, many things, right? Yes, poop is absolutely normal. Everyone poops, and it tells you a lot about you. So I am all for talking about poop with my patients. Uh, uh, something else that you actually brought up, maybe a conversation uh, that that um, I, I I I saw a post that I guess it that you had recently underwent a procedure which tend to strike a chord with your tribe, right? And uh, you talked about natural ways to recover. And uh, the interesting thing is, is when in my practice, I have a, a pain management practice mostly. And so people come to me when they're in pain. Pain's a great motivator. 
But I had one patient mm-hmm. get off the table, had neck pain, and we were talking about how to sleep. And when I asked, when I asked her how she, she slept, she slept on my, on my back because I don't want wrinkles in my face. <laughs> So even a, 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 probably even a, a greater motivator, even to someone who's in severe pain, is how they look and how they feel about themselves. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, you know natural care when it comes to uh, maybe skin or recovery from a surgery. Absolutely. So for skin, you want to make sure that you're protecting yourself from the environmental aspects that cause aging. So I'm a big, big believer in using a barrier sunscreen protection. So a, you know, a formula that has zinc oxide in it is much better than using those chemical type sunscreens that prevent, you know, they still absorb the rays, but then they sort of block them from the inside. So I would much prefer my clients using a zinc oxide based sunscreen and wear sunscreen every day, even in the wintertime. So my, the sunscreen I use actually is tinted. So it acts as a moisturizer. It acts as a, um, a foundation. So it's absolutely amazing. And it contains different phytonutrients, a lot of vitamin A in there, vitamin E to help protect free radicals from de- developing in the skin. So you want to make sure that you're using science-based, natural, clean skincare products are going to be really important for you. Because oftentimes, if you're putting on skincare that has chemicals in it, messing with your hormones, that can actually cause more damage than good. Also, we have to think about the health of our skin as a direct reflection of the health of our insides. So making sure you're adequately hydrated with clean water, consume lots of green, dark leafy greens are amazing for the skin, as well as collagen-based products. So I love adding collagen to my coffee The protein powder I use is actually a hydrolyzed beef protein. It's 70% collagen-based, so the more you can add that into your overall diet, the better it's going to be. But lack of hydration is often a big culprit for fine lines and wrinkles, so make sure to be drinking enough water. Great. And then when it comes to, uh, like we talked about, surgery leading up to and after, Mm -hmm. how do you speed up the healing process and what do you do before to prep? Absolutely. So before surgery, I love to consume, I was consuming a lot of vitamin C because we know that's important for collagen growth. I was doing a lot of very clean anti-inflammatory diet changes. So lots of lean proteins, clean organic meats, if at all possible and feasible and supplementing with a greens powder. I did a lot of food-based supplementation prior to surgery because you do want to be careful with the nutrients that you're using. Will they interact with medications that you could potentially be given? So food-based is often better or talk to your surgeon of what they're comfortable with. But doing those collagen-based protein powders, greens, vitamin C, all really important prior to surgery and then consuming foods that are low inflammation. So for me, I know that gluten and dairy particularly causes inflammation and issues for me. So I was very clean with that. And I made sure to be very well hydrated. In addition, I was making sure that I was at the top of my exercise game. So staying consistent with that, reducing stress through meditation, mindset. I truly believe if you can be healthier as a whole, you're going to recover much quicker from surgery. And then after surgery, one of the things that I did, which substantially made a huge change in the amount of scar tissue that developed was N-acetylcysteine. So N-acetylcysteine 
is a biofilm blocker. It also helps to break down scar tissue. I did N-acetylcysteine and serapeptase. And that was designed to help make sure that I wasn't having a whole bunch of scar tissue developed because oftentimes that's what causes pain for people. I did um, active release therapy, massage in the area to help with blood flow. And again, with that scar tissue, and it really makes a big difference if you can get on that right away. Other things are like anti-inflammatories, curcumin is amazing. Making sure that your curcumin is highly absorbable is going to be awesome. And then just anti-inflammatory herbs, ginger, boswellia, those are all really awesome to reduce inflammation. And then your key vitamins, you know, vitamin A is really great in appropriate dosage in the right form, vitamin C, vitamin E, all really helpful for the skin. Yeah, and, and you bring up active release therapy. That's something that I do practice here, as well as uh, a technique called the Graston technique, which is really good for scar mm-hmm. tissue release. And some of the yeah. uh, few studies that are done on that technique are specifically for scar tissue, especially with like cesarean section, where they show a visibly reduction in the appearance of the scar just by doing this. And not only a reduction, but also an increase in strength in the tissue surrounding the area. Mm-hmm. I was amazed after I had the active release therapy done. Um, it's not necessarily the most comfortable. Sometimes no, it can be <laughs> quite intense with the massage. <laughs> but I honestly felt that my arms were in a different position. Like reaching for the doorknob felt different just because I was in such a bad postural state because of my surgery that that just loosened everything up. And, you know, if your posture is wrong, that's going to lead to many chronic conditions. So I'm sure you see back pain, like you really have to actively be working on it because as soon as your body develops the tendency or the habit to get in the wrong alignment, you're going to stick with that unless you really work on it. Now, I have to apologize. I'm not very familiar with collagen induction therapy, but I see that on your website. And I noticed mm-hmm. you did mention taking collagen quite a bit in your supplementation rec- uh, uh, recommendations. So how does that differ between what you offer in the clinic and, and what you, someone may be able to get in the store? Yeah. So collagen induction therapy is actually a skin treatment. So the machine that we use here at the wild side has six micro needles on it. And those needles are inserted into the area that you're treating, whether it's the face or the body or fine lines and wrinkles, it's really great for and that causes micro trauma to stimulate, you know, your cytokines and your collagen production. And it really is effective for scar tissues, fine lines and wrinkles. It's great for acne scars and it stimulates more collagen production in your skin. You can also, some people do PRP with it. Some people add vitamin C, glutathione to the pen. And really those nutrients get injected right under the skin not as scary as it sounds. Your face is frozen before you do the treatment. You're red for a couple days, but then over time, you really do see added collagen added directly to the places where the pen has been. That's a little bit different than, you know, taking collagen internally. It's more localized to the area that you are treating. And again, it's amazing for fine lines, wrinkles, acne scars, scars in general. Um, after my surgery, I actually did the collagen injection therapy on my scars and then applied a scar cream, castor oil-based scar cream, and it was night and day in the appearance. So I think your active release therapies and the massage and everything is really good to work in that scar tissue. And then for reducing the appearance of the scars, collagen induction therapy can be very effective. 
Yeah, you've got quite an arsenal when it comes to looking good and feeling good. So I appreciate you sharing that with us today. Yeah, and it's whole body wellness. It, it really is. And you've got a book coming out. In fact, I think it just came out like maybe an hour ago, right? Called Wild and Free? Yes, Wild and Free. My very first, first book that I've ever published and authored is available on both Amazon.com and Amazon.ca. And it's really a toolkit. It's great actually for practitioners and great for patients on how to get your body how to get your body back the way you want it and have that confidence and resolve those hormonal issues that you feel you might have in a way that's natural and sustainable. So it's really, it's a desk reference. It's awesome. It takes you through diet, exercise, all the different hormones in an easy to understand and consume way, as well as some sample protocols so that you can you know, take charge of your own health and get your, get your body back on the way to wellness the way it should be. Oh, terrific. Now, if people want to connect with you or learn more about what you do, where would you tell them to go? The best place to go would be wildsidewellness.com. On my website, there's lots of free blogs. You can download um, free guides on how to prevent burnout. Intermittent fasting is another area that I focus on a lot in my practice. And there you can set up. We do offer virtual consultations as well as in-person consultations as well at the Wild Side. Well, I appreciate your time today on the interview, Doc. It's been a pleasure and wish you the best success with your book. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast at www.healbetterfast.com.